Oh shit, I think there's one coming. Not gonna make it. Right there, let's go. Fire it up, let's go. Let's go. Open it, open it, press the button. Press the button. Press the button. In the middle of the pandemic, I was lucky enough to say that I was bored. I craved excitement and didn't want to wait for it. That's when I decided I had to make my own. Something that could get me and my friends outside, active, and away from our homes. Then it dawned on me, a race around Portland. All I needed were some friends willing to participate. I'm gonna give it everything that I have. Locations for the teams to go to. Let's go. Where, where, where? And some adult beverages. Hey, I need another beer, man. Don't worry, no driving involved. Our racers will divide up into two teams of three, men versus women. And lastly, the final location? Well, it'll be a life-changing surprise. But getting there won't be easy. Run like it's your last fucking day alive. I honestly pee myself. We're dealing with a very impressive level of incompetence. This is not a race you want to lose. This is horseshit. Fuck this bullshit. Oh, whoa. Welcome to The Wasted Race. If you're not wasted, if you're not audibly drunk, you're a cheer. And you've shamed your family. Are all the white claws gone already? Holy shit. That's me, Alex Moore. I set up this race for my group of friends. Honestly, I needed a little fun. A few weeks ago, my landlord told me he was selling his house. I was bummed about it at first, but planning the race was a nice distraction from all the apartment hunting. Turns out, setting up the race wasn't easy, so I picked captains for each team to help me out. Let's meet them, starting with the girls. A teacher who once threw up in the bathroom of a famous news reporter after drinking too much. My name is Capriel, and I am on the girl team. I'm going to step up to the plate, and I'm super competitive, and I'm ready to do this. All ready to go? The girls have chosen their team name. Introducing the Estrogen Express. This is for womankind. This is for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Okay. <laughs> for women. To women! Now let's meet the guys team captain. A software engineer who once partied so hard, he woke up in another country wearing a gorilla suit. My name is Ryan. I'm on the all-male team. Uh, I think I'm going to be the main character. <laughs> I want to be viewed as a hot, eligible bachelor. The guys have decided on their team name, the Externals. We're the Externals. Do you know what that name means? <laughs> Who will work better together, girls or guys? As the teams get ready, Capriel likes her teammates and their chances. Natalie is our brain. She's kind of like the strategizer, academic, puzzle solver, trivia solver. Danielle's our community outreach. She's yep. going to ask questions. Danielle and Natalie are two of my closest friends. Whenever we throw a party or go out for a drink, Danielle's always trying to convince us to get a cat. She loves cats. Natalie, on the other hand, we're convincing her to be careful. She has a history of falling after a couple drinks. Now, on to the guys who are more focused on the drinking than actually talking strategy, led by their drunkest racer, Defwen. Everyone thinks, oh, Defwen's too drunk. Defwen this. Oh, fuck off. That's Dustin Fuentes. Defwen for short. Yeah, he was just talking about himself in the third person. We're best friends who went to the same elementary school. Our friendship, which started on the playground, has now grown into a love for parties 
and competition. Well, I'm excited for um, just kind of the all-out head-to-heads. So um, when there are situations in the race where we're just going at it as bros and gals, (laughs) you guys are all perverts. With both teams liquored up, it's now time for the race to start. Welcome to the Wasted Race. To start the race, teams will chug a beer before heading outside to find a four-person tent. Teams must correctly assemble the tent and then take it down before receiving their first clue. On your marks, get set, go! (laughs) Defund was actually, he finished his beer first and got outside first. Where the fuck's lay the tent? Square. All right, lay it out and position tent with door. Deep one, get the square. Deep one, get the square. I'll get square? What? What do you mean by square? So as soon as we got outside and Deep didn't, not that he didn't know what he was doing, he just didn't know what I said at the tent. And when I told him what to do, he did exactly what he was told to do, and he was a very good um, subordinate. All right, so one of these needs no, to go across. As a team, Danielle, okay. Natalie, and I worked really well together and communicated really well together, and. We yeah, got we the did. tent yeah. up and down yeah, really fast. Approve, take it down. The girls have their tent up first and are now taking it down. Checking back in on the guys. Oh, shit. Rain fly off first, team. We're good. Okay, then we're going to have a uh, deep one. I want you to put the rain fly away. Okay. Ryan is a leader, dude. Get out. Even with the guys' progress, it's the girls who pack away their okay, tent we're first. We're ahead, we're ahead, we're ahead. Let me see it. Got it. Oh, okay, good. First clue, clue number one. Okay. Okay. The guys and girls will each head to a different place. For the girls... It'll be the beautiful Portland waterfront. But before they receive their first location, they must name four current world leaders. Um, One. Donald Trump. Two. Hitler. Uh, Angela, Angela Merkel. Sorry, Hitler. Germany. Three. Hitler is not a current uh, world leader. Current one. Oh, uh, Who else? Um, uh, uh, that's your fucking role. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, you guys have two. Oh, uh, uh, Any leaders of China? Mao Zedong. No, not uh, uh, North, North Korea. Uh, who is that? Oh, it's um, on Kim. Kim Jong Un. Kim, Kim Jong Un. Right, you're good. Oh my God. This okay. is your first location. Okay. okay let's go. Where? 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 I was pretty sure we were ahead after the first competition. Oh, oh, oh. Natalie, Phil, get up! Get up! Get up! <laughs> Natalie, Phil, get up! You Grab okay? your hoodie. Grab your sweatshirt. Oh. My feet got out from under me and I fell down. Natalie's right in front of me running for the bus and she fucking falls. She falls and rips two holes in her pants. I'm crying laughing. I honestly pee myself a little bit multiple times. As the girls head out, the guys finish up their tent. Nice and tight. Like God meant it to be. We had no idea that they'd finished the tent before us. I actually thought we did the tent pretty quickly. And they're off. After they name four world leaders, the guys will head to Colonel Summers Park. But a catastrophic mistake holds the second place guys back. Oh, I don't have my fucking backpack. God damn it. Oh, okay, you guys go run back and get it. Okay, okay. We just go past it. Past we, need to wait. we gotta wait for them here. God, why does Steve want to have his mask? That state, the frustrated final member of the guys team. He's a big time competitor who hates to lose. I know this because I've seen him play Mario Kart a number of times, and it often ends with verbal attacks on some poor soul's family. But he wasn't the only one who was upset. 
We're dealing with a very impressive level of incompetence from D1 himself. I fucked up because I was really drunk. The guys knew only they could control their own fate. You know what? Let's not worry about them. Fuck them. Let's do our own thing. We could win as fast as we could. Google Maps tells us we're taking the fastest way to get there. Yeah. We, we did. The, that's it. Yeah. Forget everything else. Very inspiring. That's right. Let me okay. try to make so sure. Wait, how they, many um, minutes we have? They're probably changing their tampons right now. Let me see the uh, thing. Sorry, that's sorry about that. Okay. Oh, that's not okay. That's not okay. But maybe they are. Both teams have faced some adversity early on, but despite bigger issues for the guys, they made up some time on their feet. Deep one, deep one, chill, chill. Let's go, let's go. Come on, boys. No, deep one. No, we don't want to waste our energy. Chill. Oh fuck, I'm out of shape. Okay, we're fine. We're fine. It's close as both teams arrive at their first location. While here, they must complete a puzzle before getting their next clue. I'm not good at fucking puzzles. Okay, this is on an edge. And it's the guys who have come back to build a slim lead. I, oh, it's right here. Yep, nice. There it is. Get in, get in. There you go. That is complete. Okay. Both teams will now head to the same location, Oregon's Science Museum, OMSI. But first, they must name five sex positions. Missionary. Missionary. Reverse, cowgirl, reverse cowgirl. Three, four. Um, uh, uh, 69. And the girls are close it's, behind. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. Both teams are now on their way to the same location, with only one more remaining. All right, let's go. And it's the guys who arrive at OMSI first. To receive their final destination, both teams have to name five of the seven dwarves, but only the ones whose names end in Y. Uh, sleepy. Uh, sleepy because he's sleepy. Doc because he's... No, ends with a Y. Ends with a Y. Wait, wait, wait. Ends with a Y. Oh, I see. Drowsy? No, no, no. I have Sleepy. never seen Sleeping Beauty. I don't think Nate had ever seen Sleeping Beauty. But Ryan, have you seen Snow White? We couldn't name it. So we, we got the other four doors purely off guessing emotions and adding a Y to it. So like, Sleepy, that's a door, right? We were there for a good, I want to say, over 10 minutes just trying to guess it. You know, eventually Nate put on the mask and like we're approaching people and we're just like, please tell us the seven doors. We can't figure out the, the fifth door if we need. Hey, excuse me. Hi. Two bikers decked out in spandex, helmets, the whole the whole nine yards. I'm, I'm drunk. I'm confident. I flag him down like, excuse me, excuse me. Can you stop? I do so. Thank you so much for stopping. And I kind of start walking up to him, definitely within six feet. And I said, hey, and then before I can even get a word out, there was, there was a man and a woman. The guy says, hey, man, back off. Do you guys? Okay. Hey, so, don't be so close, man. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. It was it was threatening and angry for sure. I back off. I start reaching for my mask, and then I realize how ridiculous this question I'm about to ask is. Um, seven dwarves were in a competition. Do you know um, the 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 seven that ended with the word Y? No. Okay. Thank you. I didn't even get the question out. They zip off. I'm like, well, that was. I think I yelled at them as they walked back because I was pissed off. Thank you for being so kind too. Assholes. Cowardly. Pricks. Fuck you, dude. Very, very, very upset. Wow. As the guys struggle, here come the girls. Oh, we we saw them from far away, and I was exhausted, and I was like, you know, we gotta run fast. After a long time, the guys finally named the fifth dwarf and are on their way. And eventually, you know, after we figured out the last dork we were missing was Sneezy, which also that's all the fucking emotion. Like, what what the fucking theme is that is that following? Like, the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. What what? What fucking, what are the seven doors supposed to stand for? Like one sleepy, one sneezy? Just fucking things that, you know, whatever fucking beauty fucking found annoying? Like that's, that's shitty. The girls who are just a bit behind, but more knowledgeable about the difference between Snow White and Sleeping Beauty, made much quicker work of naming the dwarves. No. Uh, sneezy? No. No, we had sneezy. Happy 
me! Help help me. Before I tell you the final location, I have to tell you a little bit more about my living situation. It turns out my apartment search wasn't a complete failure. My friends had told me that the apartment below them was available and how fun and crazy it would be if we were neighbors. Well, my roommates and I applied and we were accepted. But that's not exactly what I told my friends. They have no idea that we're moving in. We told them that we applied then decided to keep it a surprise and told them that we got denied. Those friends, who would now be my new neighbors, were Danielle and Natalie of the girls' team and Nate and Defun of the guys' team. It would have been impossible to keep this a secret from everybody, so team captains Capriel and Ryan are in on the surprise. As if this wasn't enough, we had to move all of our stuff out of our house and into our apartment the day before the race. With our friends just upstairs, if anyone came outside, the whole race would be in jeopardy. Somehow, we pulled it off. Now back to the race. The final location of the race is the apartment of Danielle, Natalie, Deeflin, and Nate. Once there, teams will receive their final clue, which will tell them to go downstairs to find me, my roommates, and all our stuff in our brand new apartment. Both teams will be riding a train to the final location, and the guys see one coming in the distance. Oh shit, I think there's one coming! Not gonna make it. Right there, let's go. Fire it up, let's go. Let's go. Open it, open it, press the button. Press the button. Press the button. Shit. Fuck. Ah. That was it. After just missing a train, the guys now have to wait for the next one, giving the girls time to catch up and be on the same train as them. No, right here, right here. Yeah, you got it, you got it. And they did it. The girls caught up with the guys, and now both teams are on the same train headed to the new apartment. But Capriel, who knows the surprise, and therefore the final location, takes this opportunity to share with her team what she knows. What I am checking, what I know is more important. It was sort of a uh, unspoken my judgment for sure. And the team's judgment in general was clouded to win, um, to get to the last stop, and not to get to a last clue. You think it's the empty apartment below ours? You think that's it? How do you know? So you don't think we should go to our apartment? You think we should go to It doesn't matter because they're not near us. Capriel is the only one on our team who knows about the surprise, and therefore the final location. Telling her teammates would give them a competitive advantage, and she sneakily did exactly that. Now... Both teams prepare for a foot race to the final clue. Okay, guys, we gotta run. That's the key, is running. Natalie, run like you've never ran before. Don't get hurt. I'm gonna try not to. As the train reaches their stop, the foot race starts now. It's the guys who arrive at the final clue first. A number puzzle which reveals my new apartment number where I'm waiting for them to arrive. I'm so fucking, I can't breathe. This is not your final location, final clue. 116.20, As I'm waiting for the winner, I can hear footsteps getting closer and closer. It's the girls who arrive first. Oh my God! Oh my God! 
And here come the guys in an upset, close second place. They got this apartment. No, I know, but how did they get the apartment from upstairs? We have a clue. clue. What the fuck? Are you serious? The girls did arrive to the apartment first, but they never received the final clue. While I knew it would be tough for both team captains, Ryan and Capriel, to keep it a secret the entire race, they almost did it. However, Capriel used her knowledge to help the girls win, resulting in them skipping the final clue. Surprise went well. Uh, Capriel, no offense, Capriel absolutely cheated. Like, there's no way they knew how to go downstairs. I would say as a person that is somewhat intoxicated, the will to win surpassed the will to do the right thing. No, dude, dude, I'm pissed. They live here. They live here. You live here? Yeah. <laughs> Natalie, Danielle, and Capriel, you arrived first, but you did skip a clue. What? That means what that you will get a 15-minute penalty. Uh, boys, come on up. Uh, what skip? What did we skip? The upstairs. Oh, what is that? We're going to get penalties. This is it right here. Ryan, Nate. And Defwen, you went to all clues. No penalties will be received. You are the first team to arrive. Thanks. You have won the Wasted Race. Let's go. Let's go. That's Normally I would have just told my friends I rented the apartment underneath them. But after we'd all been stuck at home for a while, it was nice to have a day we all didn't know the ending to. Even with the finish that no one expected. Sorry about that. All right. That's on me. It's been some time since the race has ended. And even though the final clue still frustrates some, having my best friend so close has brought a new energy to all of us. It's exactly what we all needed. It was just elation. Like, I did not have any idea that you guys had gotten this. Like, you really played it off pretty well. Natalie has continued to fall a number of times since the race. And yes, we're all worried about her. Especially since we live downstairs. It was so much fucking fun. I've never really done anything like that. It was awesome. Those poor bikers still bother Nate, who has refused to wear or buy any spandex-related products since the race. I'm super stoked that it ended with you guys having this apartment, and yeah, I don't don't think it could have gone better. After we moved in, Danielle convinced us to get a cat, which led her to way more happiness than the actual surprise did. To find out that, oh, we're going to be living right next to each other, and this is a new era. We've had a lot of eras in this friendship, and I'm really thankful for that. Although happy with the reveal, Defwin is still pissed off about the ending. He says the girls ruined his moment. As for me, well, I'm working on the next surprise. The Wasted Race was created and written by Alex Moore. With production by Alex Moore and Brian Griggs.